Uh, you'll see others that are, you know, again, they've well versed in this. Uh, they know how to groom. They know what it takes and how to push boundaries and test limitations and uh, normalize behaviors that are completely uh, unnatural and unnormal for somebody to do. Um, and they'll just slowly just start chipping away to see how susceptible the child may be to um, exploitation. So either luring them into doing something that they shouldn't be doing, but, you know, they're young and naive, and then they will use blackmail them, essentially is what it is to further um, the the ruse and, and to get more out of them, um, or it's just to see if they can befriend them and uh, you know, go, go that route. Welcome to the Parenting Mindset Show with Forrest and Bo. Conscious conversations to help you take your teen from anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem to empowered and inspired so you can have less chaos and more connection in your life. It takes a village. And now, on to our show. If your teens are suffering from anxiety, depression, lack of self-esteem, lack of motivation, then you're not alone. And uh, trust me, my teens have been through it. A lot of the teens that we've worked with have been through it. And, um, you know, it's a work in progress. It always is. But my teens have definitely come a long, long way. And um, so have many other teens that have gone through our coaching program, which is the Teen Mindset Transformation. This is the eight-week course. It's live. It's interactive. You get coaching from me, Coach Forrest. Uh, There's other teens in the group that they get to make friends with. They're all like-minded and they're working along a certain path of self-improvement, self-discovery, and learning some tools on how to take themselves from anxiety and depression to being inspired and being empowered. And um, so if that sounds like a good fit for you or your teen, just text TEEN to 760-593-4238. That's 760-593-4238. And, you know, we're not the best fit for everybody. Some people, I mean, there's an app out there. It's called BetterHelp. I think that's a great solution where you can get a therapist uh, to meet one-on-one with your teen. That could be a possible solution. Um, another thing um, parents do is uh, medication. And I'm not against medication. I'm just, um, coaching is something that's worked for my teens. It's worked for a lot of other teens. Um, so if that is, is of interest to you, go ahead and give me a call. Let's get on the phone, discuss if we're a good fit. And uh, if so, we'll move forward. And right now, let's get on to our show. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Parenting Mindset Show with Forrest and Bo. We're really happy to have you here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this mission to get out there and help teenagers overcome anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, low motivation. We want to provide as many tools and resources as we can to you, the parent, so that it makes your life easier. And then you can go from chaos to connection at your home. And uh, we have a very special guest today. Uh, Bo's going to do the introduction today. But really, we're talking about um, uh, a, a topic that's very, very um, serious. And it, we need to send out the warning signal. Um, we're talking about grooming. We're talking about child predators. We're talking about human trafficking um, and everything that's involved in that. And uh, this, is, this is a PSA public service announcement. And so please share this out. Bo, how are you doing out there in Florida today? Hey, man, you know, I'm good. I love the East Coast, West Coast connection. And, you know, I'm really excited to have Matt um, today. I've known him for a long time. We're going on like 12 or 13 years knowing each other. We actually used to serve kids in the community together, over a thousand foster kids in the state of Florida. We did a lot of fun events. 
you know, he's a 15-year law enforcement professional that has an extensive background doing intelligence operations and operations across a full spectrum of things. And he's really, really well versed on exactly what to look for for parents. And that's what we're going to go into today. Okay, we're going to give you exactly what you need to know if your child is being groomed by a sexual predator. We're going to be going over stats. We're going to be going over tactics, techniques, and procedures to be looking for. And again, I want you to listen to this and I want you to listen to it closely. Uh, you know, we I have a 13-year background in the intelligence community, and I don't know very many men that I trust uh, like the guy that we have on here today. So when I tell you he's a valued source of information, that's exactly what he is. So this is really important. Uh, without further ado, of course, let's give him a big round of applause. All right, Matt. Welcome. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, I'm not Matt, let's... Yeah. Roll out the red carpet, Matt. Yeah. We're going to treat yep. you like a king today, man. You, you, this, this is right your show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, man. And, and you know, and you know, obviously, you know, we have a long uh, history together. And so let's just start out a little bit, you know, and I'm looking at some stats here. OK. And, you know, we're going to get into that. And I know you how you are with stats. So we'll, we'll be able to educate everybody. But let's say there's an estimated 500,000 online predators active each day and now you know kind of being on the inside that there's a lot more than that i, a I would lot say more that's a, that. a very low number if i had oh to yeah that. yeah exactly yeah. so would i so and, would i and, and you know it's a I was like, and it's a it's an international thing it's not not just nationwide and you know due to the proclivity of the internet everybody's accessible from everywhere around the world Yep. And, you know, we're going to be talking right now. It happens to all ages, but the majority of ages that, that grooming is happening to, right? And he's going to break it down for you. When a sexual predator is looking to go after your child, it's usually between the ages of 12 and 15. Okay. And uh, they meet them online. And a lot of them are actually family members or close friends and things to look for. And we're looking for manipulative behaviors. We're looking for weird controlling behaviors that you're seeing or mentioning like, wait a minute, that's kind of odd, okay? And so let's go into some of that first, Matt, and let's just kind of, let's scope this problem set from your point of view from a parent. So so I, I would I would preface, so the the probably most at-risk group um, would be that, that age group that you just defined, I would say merely because they have more access to the internet. Um, now, okay. a lot of the same TTPs, uh, you know, tactics, uh, tips and, like, and procedures and stuff that online predators utilize are the same ones that in-person predators utilize. It's a normalization of behavior. It's a desensitizing them to certain types of things. But again, those typically happen like, in person. It's the same, same things, just not done online. Um, okay. So there's not really just a, any differentiation between how they do it, it's just the manner in which they do it. Um, and because that sure. 12 to 15 year old age group is starting to become you know, young adults and uh, branch out into finding out what their own personal interests are and uh, try to find like-minded people, these individuals prey upon that um, because they're essentially have unfettered access to the internet and by virtue, your kids, um, because your kids are online. So uh, like I said, a lot of the, right. the the big key stuff we see is like the normalization. They'll, you know, there, there is no, well, almost no scenario where a 45-year-old male should be talking to someone else's 13-year-old son or daughter um, that is outside of the purview of the parents, explicitly authorized by the parents and done under that close watchful eye of them. So the internet already is setting, you know, the kids up for failure. Um, because they just don't know. They're naive. They don't know how the real world works. They don't know that these people are out there who, through no fault of their own and nothing 
that the children uh, in and of themselves do. It's just these people have an issue uh, mentally. I'll call it like it is, um, and that yep. they are they prey on these children because they get sexual gratification out of it. Um, and so yeah. that the, and let's the, go. Go ahead. No, thank you. And, and and let's go into like we talked about kind of pre-show is, you know, give us kind of that that overview and scope. You know, thirty thousand view because we can't get into some of the stuff that that you're 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 into right now. Yeah. But give us some give us some examples. You know, so we can we can make it relatable. So I, I work closely with um, some guys who who pose as child victims, or actually just children, uh, not victims necessarily. So they'll you know open an account on any number of social media uh, platforms or apps because you know apps are prevalent these days. There are new apps every single day. Um, we find new ones every single day, and they'll create an account uh, that blatantly shows that they are a minor, 12, 13, 14 years old, uh, what gender they are. You know, kind of what interest they are, much like a normal kid would do, in the hopes of finding like-minded people and be able to talk about similar interests and hobbies and and what have you. And like, no lie, within 10, 15 minutes, you'll have four or five, you know, middle-aged or younger uh, individuals, typically males, um, who are hitting them up. Just hey, you know. Uh, you know, sorry to hear you're having a bad day at school. And these, they don't know these kids from Adam. And it's what it starts is, is there going to be a response? Can they start normalizing this behavior of a middle-aged, you know, 30, 40, 50 year old man talking to a 13 year old of the opposite what? sex? Um, that, I mean, you have nothing in common whatsoever. So no, um, there's only sick. one reason you're going to talk to them. And it's for, you know, to try to get the end game of sexual gratification, whether it be online or end up meeting them in person, which we see a lot. Um, matter of fact, I, I arrested somebody uh, last week for, that thought he was coming to uh, have sex with a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, and an 8-year-old um, so that he Jeez. met online. So this is, this is real world. This happens. It happens frequently. I didn't think it was going to be that mu that much. Like like you said, like t 10 to 15 minutes, like they're on them, like, and there's that there's that much activity. I, I didn't think it was at that level. Like, I'm kind of shocked, actually, just to be, to be honest. And, 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 you, and that's, that's just from the opening. I mean, if they leave them open and they're active, I mean, you'll see dozens over the course of a couple of days. And some are more well-versed in kind of tactics, TTPs that law enforcement uses. Like so they, they'll pull chocks early when they start to realize that oh, they're not yeah, yeah. going to get what they want up front. But uh, you'll see others that are, you know, again, they've, well-versed in this uh they know how to groom they know what it takes and how to push boundaries and test limitations and uh, normalize behaviors that are completely uh unnatural and unnormal for somebody to do um, and they'll just slowly just start chipping away to see how susceptible the child may be to um, exploitation so either luring them into doing something that they shouldn't be doing but you know they're young and naive and then they will use blackmail them essentially is what it is to further um, the the ruse and, and to get more out of them um, or it's just to see if they can befriend them and uh, you know go go that route right so and we're always as parents you know trying to warn our kids about stuff like this but they're still falling into these traps i mean is it is it the is it the self-esteem of the kids like what what is the factor that leads into them kind of like are they trying to rebel against their parents like what is the factor that they're able to fall for the trap 
So I'm, I'm going to give you the lawyer answer. It, de- it depends. Uh, so it depends yeah. on a lot of variables. Is it, you know, the upbringing of the child, um, the age of the child, uh, what their mental state is? Um, do they have, you know, like a low grade depression? Are they looking for, you know, that connection with somebody else? Or is it that they're truly just naive uh, and they just get blindsided by these people? And it's you know almost like a quicksand. They get caught into it. And before they know it, they're in way over their heads. Um, yeah. And then most most kids um through whatever reason whether it's just fear they're going to get in trouble through their parents um they just try to save themselves when they should just time out immediately go to their parents and say like hey i you know something is uh you know not right and uh that where is a lot of times where the parents got to come in and and really be a, a recurring source of stability in their lives that like, yes, Hey, you know, everybody makes mistakes. If you see something that's wrong, you need to come talk to us, um, that you're not going to get in trouble. Uh, you know, we'll need to have an adult conversation about what happened afterwards and how to stop it. Um, but these, a lot of times the children are just petrified of the information coming out of what they've been talking about and through whatever reason that it was like low self-esteem, like I said, just looking for that connection, whatever it may be. Hmm. Yeah, that's so. And when we're thinking about that, right? Let's let's go back to like some more of like the online tactics. Or all right, well, I got a better question. What about what is the most prevalent apps right now that that the parents need to be need to be worried about? Again, to reiterate, the apps are changing every day. So the ones that we have, right. which is a somewhat comprehensive list of what we're seeing right now, they're being utilized yeah. for things like uh, Wicker Me, Signal, Kick is a big one, uh, Whisper. Yeah. Text now, Discord, Live Me, Meet Me, HUD, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, other big ones. Uh, yep. There's a new one to come out called Amino, like the acid, uh, okay. Parlor, and Tumblr. But yep. that's not a catch up. We're also seeing where they're utilizing, uh, you know, one of the huge platforms, uh, Fortnite, which is just a, a video game, has a you know text conversation app. They're utilizing any. PlayStation, Xbox, computer access, any games that have a chat feature to prey on kids because I mean, they have they have access yeah. to them. And crime networks, you know, we already know use those. I've been using those for years. Like certain crime networks have their own language, have their own language inside of Fortnite and those things. Um, they have their own own way to communicate. And that's crazy that that's happening now on the on the online gaming too. So so parents, you know, if you're, you know, do a check on the phones. You know, make sure that, you know, we're going to be very direct on this episode. Do a check on the phones. We talked about it last episode. Is is it right to check the phone? Yes, it's right to check the phone. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're the parent. Grab that phone and just start looking for the apps. And I mean, look at all the messaging apps. Look in the deleted, you know, if they got iPhones, you know, because I know a lot of you give your kids iPhones. Go ahead and look in the deleted messages. Look in the hidden ones. Look in everything that you can and look for these apps that Matt just said and start looking for some of these indicators. Right. So, I mean, I'm a big proponent of it, man. And I get fired up when we talk about this for us. And like you guys were talking about, like some of the the types of behaviors you're seeing, uh, like I said, a lot of it is is starting to push boundaries early on. They'll do and not completely innocuous things. Uh, you know, they'll they'll befriend them somehow, like minded hobbies, interests, video games, horses, whatever it may be um, yeah. that the kid shows interest in. And then they'll start doing small things like uh, you know, if they see them, that they've written something or they like poetry. Oh, can you send me like a picture of some poetry that you, that you wrote, oh. which starts normal by sending pictures, even though it's normal. And then it'll be like, That's conditioning. Oh, 
I, it's good. It, well, it's, it's grooming. It's grooming 100%. Yeah. It's conditioning grooming, is, yeah. is completely different. It's grooming with oh, a specific it? sexual gratification oh, cool. purpose out of it. Right. So then, okay. it, then it'll switch okay. to like, hey, you know, can you show me your hand as you're writing it? So starting to send pictures of them. And then, oh, I oh. You know, testing limitations. Oh, I bet you, you know, that, you know, you look so cute in that costume that you're wearing a teal shirt. I bet you look so cute in that. And then, you know, if they get pushed back, they immediately pull back, reset back essentially to the last place that they were good at and slowly right. start again. And if it works the first oh, time, then man. they just keep pushing boundaries um, and, and normalizing all of this behavior. When they start getting these body pictures, I'm sure they can use that kind of as like emotional blackmail or something or just figure out like ways that to, to frame a kid, you know, and, and a kid probably feels so shocked and maybe like they don't know what to do. Um, what what kind of tools what kind of tools do you give the parents to teach the kids around this or do you do you get involved uh, with that? Um, so, I mean, we, we, we talk, I mean, we, we talk with the victims, families and stuff like that. And usually by the time it gets to us, I mean, the cat's out of the bag, the families know about it. The kids know like, Ooh, I should have never done that. Um, yeah. but again, that's where we try to, to tell them, you know, parents, you, you, you mean well, and you say things out of love and you know, I, I know better, but you got to remember that, you know, a 12, 13, 14 year old is a different mindset than you do. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. and it's hard for us as, you know, old people to go back to what we thought of as like 13, 14 year olds. Um, that again, it's not that I'm necessarily, you know, trying to rebel against you. I just don't have the cognitive ability to put myself in your shoes to go, well, maybe they are right. It's just, well, this is what I want to do. I, this is, you know, they're my friend. How do yeah. you know? You don't know this person. Um, totally, so yeah. like what we try to tell them again is that like, just have those conversations for that. Hey, you should be sending absolutely nobody pictures of you in any capacity, especially mm -hmm. ones where you're you're naked or partially naked because right. um, people that are grooming, again, they do, they blackmail. They'll actually tell them, hey, I found your, your Facebook profile, your Instagram profile. If you don't send me X or if you don't do X thing, I'm going to send it out to everybody. I'm going to tell them, you know, you're, you're the slut, you're the whore, you're, you're whatever it may be. And, you know, that's the last, you know, that's their whole world is that people's perception of them as a 12, 13, yeah. that's it. And so yeah, they just yeah. get mortified. And so they get sucked in. Um, and then very, very few we see that just back out of that and like, nope, this is not right. They, oh, how can I fix it? Don't, not realizing you're just making it worse and worse and worse. Right, right. Yeah. And typically then we see that where the parents accidentally find it, and then it comes to us. It's never typically the kids coming forth and be like, hey, I messed up. I need to have an adult conversation, you know, with my parents that, hey, you know, you, I'm coming to you. So you need to understand. Don't be mad at me. Like you can be, you know, afraid, but it's good that they're coming to you, even if it's after the fact and it's too late. Yeah. It's good. You know, there's a there's a local guy and I know that, you know, average citizens or whatever shouldn't get involved in things like this maybe, but there's a local guy that basically he, um, traps people and he meets them at target and he'll act like a, a teen and he'll go there and he'll bust them and he'll put them on his Instagram. And we're, we're seeing him do this and he'll put it live and he'll be like, Hey, I got you sucker. You know, you came here for a 13 year old, you know, and, and he's like a 22 year old or 25 year old dude. And, you know, and some people get mad at him because he's not the police, but he is he is actually getting in front of these guys and stopping them in their tracks, you know, and embarrassing the shit out of them so that they can't go out and do that into the community.
So, wow, I, I would I would caution, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, again, your heart's in the right, right place, right. but there's a lot of wackos out there. Like you may end up dead in the street. Like they, there are a lot know. of unknowns on that one. So, I mean, yeah, those 100%. are typically the most dangerous subjects for us because, again, you know, you're, you become a registered sex offender, your life is over. So they do yeah. drastic things because their entire world is now, you know, crumbling down around them. Um, it, it's good right, that your heart's in the right, right place. Right. You know, take that information and feed it to those who actually have the the, the teeth to be able to do something about it. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that stops them is you know a twenty year prison sentence. Because like, oh, it's real. Then it's not just well, some guy put right. me on Instagram. You know, whatever. I could just say it was a misunderstanding, and it's your word against mine. Um, but yeah. when the when the gavel strikes and you're going to prison, yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to argue against that one. So. Uh, so you remember you remember something hit close to home with us. You remember a couple of years ago I had you help me with. Do you remember that? So let's give an example of that. I think that's a really good one. Let's get we won't give any names. We had a close incident close to home where I'd reached out to Matt and I said, Look, something weird's going on here. I didn't like it. You know who else didn't like it. You know, we were like, What? You know, we're all real close. So we you know we had an instant instance with someone real close with us in our family. She was a teenager. She was, I think she was 17 at the time, 16 at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you want to kind of recap, give us an overview of kind of what was happening there? Because I didn't really follow up with you too much after. I just know you took care of it. So like, <laughs> I got you. Uh, you got you. <laughs> so, I mean, against the typical what we see, it's a, a 16-year-old. Again, it's mainly females that are that are preyed upon online. We see those a lot more um, unless you have, you know, a, a homosexual, bisexual subject a predator um and then then right. of course you get both but typically what we see is you know male on female um so yeah that just has a a fairly decent social media presence they may have facebook and instagram and everything else so all their information is out there for anybody in the world to see especially with how the security restrictions and stuff change all the time and you're not you know unless you're like an it specialist you don't know how to really lock those down um, right. And then most kids don't want them locked down. They want people to see them and talk to them yeah. and, and bolster their their self esteem and you know and what have you. So yeah, it was just a a a male out of uh, state. Who, yeah, out of state who had no business whatsoever talking mid twenties, yep. mid twenties, reaching who, out who knew better. Then... <laughs> um, yeah, reaches out right. and you know again just strikes up an innocuous conversation, um, which starts to lead down that route of grooming of normalizing the fact that right to meet uh, we can it's like it, it normalizes all the stuff to the point where he's trying to meet her because why wouldn't you like i'm a friend i haven't done anything and you know we've already we already do all this stuff that's normal which is not normal ever and right because and the kids are not, me about it. yeah the kids are you all know, normalized she, to it so they don't they don't right. know and here's what got me because she was like 17, right? And so she was getting ready to, you know, finish, you know, she's going into her final years of high school and she wants to be more mature and you got a mid-20s guy from out of state and, you know, someone knew that it was going on. I'm not going to say who, and but we were like, this isn't normal. Like now they want to meet. Like, wait a minute, this guy in his mid-20s is going to meet her and she's not even 17. Nah. Mm-mm. We were like, I'm like, I got to get, I, these signs to me look like grooming. So we got Matt involved. And Matt had to get on there and basically educate, and that got shut down eventually. But it got to the point for us where somebody in my family got to the point where, like, an out-of-state dude online, who knows what he could have looked like? He, who knows if he was even 25 or 26? But to me, that was too old, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm over, and we're all, 
all the men in our family are like, we're up in arms, like, hey, like, you know, do yeah, we gotta go get no. him? Yeah. You, you, do we gotta go get this dude? And so we call Matt, and Matt's like, that's grooming. Like, no, he's like, literally, he's like, oh, that is grooming. And so right. he, he sent some. You spotted it right away because you're trained to see that, you know? And... But the thing is, is the parent, the parent didn't, but it was so obvious. He was like, oh, okay, well, let's do this. We'll meet, you know, it was just, I couldn't believe it. Well, again, a little bit of that naivete on behalf of parents through no fault of their own. Everybody wants to believe in that rainbows and unicorn world that, you know, they're, they're, nothing's going to happen to their children. They've raised their children right. You know, they've told them all this stuff. And you do, but they're they're teenagers. They're dumb. It's going to go in one ear and right out the other. And they'll say yes. And they'll turn right around and do exactly what you told them not to do. And they're up um, against again, trained. Not, I mean, they're not trained. They're up, they're up against like these guys are like professional manipulators almost. I mean, they're like oh, yeah, they I mean, they, know what yes. they're doing. They're tacticians. Yep. Yeah. They, they are. It's a it's a great word that you use. Um, and I want to circle back again to what you said about uh, you know the the family member and they didn't know. It's to something we've talked about before, which is again a, I think a very key piece that I learned um, that I was one hundred percent guilty of um, is in those conversations or even just uh, conversations that your children may overhear, which again, come from a good place of if you, hey, if anybody ever touched my kid, I would kill them. And oh, you think like, oh, hey, oops. yeah, I, I'm I'm relaying to my child like how much I care for them and that nobody should ever touch them. But it, it gets kids in a trap sometimes because like I said, we talked about you know a lot of the stats, the majority of people who are groomed in person, uh, not necessarily online, but it does happen online sometimes, it's a family member. Um, or a very close uh, relative of the family, a good family friend, you know, what have you. So the children have a connection to this person. They they have feelings for them, like legitimate feelings. They hung around them all the time. They may hang out with their kids and what have you. And so once they recognize that like oh, this this thing has happened or is happening, well, I can't tell anybody because well, despite them have be, being a true a, a victim. Well, like my, my dad's going to kill Uncle Joe or whoever it may be. And so then they internalize stuff and they don't go and talk to someone that they know they should because then they're worried about like, well, there will be a death on my hands because I said something. So, so we, they're not approachable. Yeah. They're, they're no longer approachable because you've set up that condition. So maybe instead of saying, right. I'm going to kill anybody that ever does this, you're going to say, hey, if anybody ever does this, I'm a safe space to talk to and we will deal with that problem when it arises instead of I'm just going to go kill somebody, right? With, with the caveat of you will never, ever be in trouble for anything uh, that you have done because then you got to be able to come to me that like, because even if it's like, oh, they're not going to kill him, but they're like, oh, I'm going to be grounded forever. I'm not going to get to go to prom. Right. I'm not going to, you know, what right. it may be. And they're just like, yeah. nope. It's the, the stigma from that is way less than anything that they think they might have just done if sent a picture. That, oh, it's just a picture. Right. You know, it doesn't mean anything. Um, they're so you stacking gotta, up all the repercussions that are going to happen right. to them. And they yeah. just, With the way yeah, the pluses okay. and the minuses, and the minuses always outweigh the pluses. Mm. Um, so you got to come to them and be like, hey, you're, you will never, ever be in trouble if you think that something like that you're being preyed upon, you got to come talk to us and then we'll deal with it. And then we'll have a conversation afterwards about how to, how to do it better next time, you know, yeah. look out for this, the, Hey, this is what this person did, you know, from the, this was wrong. This was wrong. This was wrong. You didn't get it. Let's use it as a learning point and move forward, but you got to keep those lines of communication open and, and, and relay that, that you are that safe space that they can come tell you anything, no matter what it is. And it's going to be okay. That's really good, Matt. That's really good. So, uh, you know, as we as we kind of wrap up this um, this 
this podcast. Do you have any like final messages for the parents um, on, you know, what to do in terms of like what they could do right now to kind of like create more safety in their home with this? Um, there'd be a couple of things. First, I was like, it's just to sit down and even if your child's 12, 13, 14, have an adult conversation with them because you bringing them into the fold as an adult makes them realize that you're not treating them like a child, you know, and tell, Hey, this stuff is real. This is, this is no BS. This is not, you know, a, it's never going to be your fault. It's never going to be anything that you did that made you do this. So, and that it can happen to anybody. So right. have that adult conversation with them that this really exists. These people are out there. Um, and that you know, even there's no kid that's immune because these guys are professionals. Um, and then the second is, just like you guys talked about earlier, a lot of parents want to give their kids the leeway and the space and let them, you, you got look at their phones. You look at the apps, ask them Security questions. Security check, baby. Yeah, just again, I mean, they're young adults. You got to start acting like, yeah, have, have the conversation. Hey, you know, I see you got kick on there. Like what's going on with that? Like, what are you doing on kick? Because there's mm -hmm. child predators. I want to make sure you're safe. Reinforce, hey, don't ever send pictures, you know, blah, 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 whatever it may be. But just be that parent that's there active um, and, you know, try to find that thin line of pushy and, and safe. Uh, cause I know it's yeah. a very thin line and every child's different, but you, you gotta be there. Otherwise, you know, they're, they're going to fall victim and then you're going to, you know, have that on your conscience. Well, maybe I should have done more. Mm -hmm. Well, do that more right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, that was we'll, uh, for the listener right now, you know, we'll put some things in the show notes. We'll outline some of this stuff and we'll put any other resources that, you know, Bo or Matt has in the show notes. So you're going to want to check the show notes again, share this episode. You know, somebody needs it. You know, different parents of different teens, send it out to them. This is a public service announcement and a warning to keep our community safe. And Matt, we really appreciate you having on. Is there something that we forgot to ask you or Bo? Is there something that, you know, we forgot to ask? I got one real quick save round. So kind of along that same vein as the last stuff, it, if in doubt, report it. It's easy. Mm. Report it to your local oh, police yeah. department, your sheriff's office, uh, any federal agency, uh, NICMIC, the National Child uh, uh, Missing and Exploited Children, uh, you know, send it to NICMIC, send it to the FBI. So it, we, I know we would much rather look into something and say, yep, yeah, this was absolutely nothing, um, than see something where, well, I thought... But I just dismissed it. That was a year ago. It's like, well, if you'd have just got it to somebody, somebody that knows what's going on can go, yep, you should, much like Bo in, in instance. Nope, that's bad right now. End it. Just just cut that off right now. Um, as well as putting that person on the radar um, that if it happens two, three, four, hey, we need to look into this person because that's a child predator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, tell your friends about this, share this, and if there's – if any of you listening right now have just a little bit of an inkling at all about anybody around you in your network or anything that might be doing this, please always keep an eye out as well, you know, and, and share this episode and let them know, you know, we're a resource. You can always reach out to us here too. And we want to tell you guys, thank you for listening. This is a very important uh, episode for us for so many reasons, because, you know, we've dedicated our lives, the three of us, in many forms and fashion for many years working with children in the community. So we're here for you. We're here for the parents. And Matt, man, I can't tell you how much this Matt, is so thank much fun. you. <laughs> yeah. You're awesome. my like I said, it's it's my favorite thing doing bad things to bad people, and these guys are, are, are my favorite bad people to do bad things to. Because we need more people just, like you in the world, brother. Thank you so <laughs> much, do, man. Yeah, well, like I said, I would I would love to be unemployed, um, but it just it's the world is what it is, and so I'm, we're yeah. gonna keep fighting until we got nothing left. So.
Thank you for fighting, man. Thank you for putting up yeah, the good fight. You. We appreciate it. Thank you guys you, for having me on and, and be able to kind of spread this message and just relay that this is a real thing and people, you know, parents need to be on the lookout. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much, love, brother. Bye-bye. I love you too. All Bye. right. Later. Can you think of someone who really needs to hear this message right now? Great. Send them a link to this show. Sharing is caring. Also, go on to Facebook right now and search parents of awesome teens with anxiety, depression, or low self-esteem so you can gain access to our supportive community. Remember, it takes a village. Thanks for listening to the Parent Teen Mindset Show.